We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Jesus said Lazarus died. He didn't say he is dead. Now, there's a difference in somebody that died and somebody that is dead. If you don't believe that, look at Jesus. He died, but he's not dead. So Jesus is calling the thing that is not. Now, see, you'll learn some things from this. And in this principle now, here again, Jesus is not teaching you how to go raise the dead. There's been a few people that, you know, they got a hold of this and said, Glory to God, that's the way you raise the dead. So they want to go out and raise all the dead people. Now, you ought not have to say this, but you do. This is a principle that Jesus operated in, and he's operating highly and efficiently in it. Now, when he gets down there, when he gets there, boy, he tells them, roll the stone away. And they said, but Lord, he's been dead four days. Now, see, this fact that he's been dead four days proves to you that he was dead probably when the runner got there. If not, he died immediately after the runner got there because it was 17 miles there. Now, there's some confusion about that. Some people said it wasn't but just a few miles, but he was over past where John baptized over the other side of Jordan, which was 17 miles to the Bethany where Lazarus lived. Now, there was another Bethany, but it was 17 miles. It took a man a day to get there, just about a day. Jesus stayed two more days. That's three days. And then it took Jesus a day to get there. That's four days. Now, when he gets there, he said, he's been dead four days. So Jesus knew he was dead. Now, whether he was dead or not, when Jesus said that, at the first, it was either then or immediately after. And Jesus knew he's dead. But he's calling the thing that's not. Now, see, this is God's method. It's all through the Bible. But sometimes people miss it, see, because they're just not thinking along those lines. Now, I'm convinced if you could get the people that criticize the message to set in these sessions, you could get their mind renewed to the Word of God, see. They're not criticizing it just to be critical. They just don't believe it because they don't understand it, see. Now, here's Jesus operating. Now, notice what Jesus does. He finally talks them into rolling the stone away. And then Jesus lifted up his eyes, see, in the 41st verse, the latter part of the verse, and says, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. But now, wait a minute, he hadn't said anything yet. And he's thanking God that he's heard him. See, he hadn't said anything right here. He's referring to what he said four days ago. Father, I thank you that you heard what I decreed by faith four days ago, that the end results of this thing will not end in death, but the end results will bring glory to God. Now, see, we need to learn to do that. They call you and say, ain't Susie's going to die, sure as a world. She liked to die last time, but she's in the hospital and she's going to die for sure this time. Use your faith to the limit. Dare to say some things. Say in the name of Jesus, she'll live and not die. I decree it in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, yeah, but what if she dies? Well, you use your faith to the limit. Don't get under condemnation about that. That's what's required of you. You use your faith to the limit. See, there's some things that you can't control by your faith. Ain't Susie might have wanted to go on to heaven. 
And you're not going to stop her if she wants to go. You ought not stop her. See, there's some things you need to understand about that. Don't get under condemnation. Somebody said, I prayed for somebody and they died. Well, join the club. (laughs) What's that have to do with it? Somebody said, well, I'm not going to pray for anybody else because they didn't get healed. Listen, you can't control all the situations and circumstances. Sometimes if you get the unbelieving people from around them and get them in a faith atmosphere, you can get them healed. But you got people sitting in a hospital room planning their funeral and them in a coma listening to them. It doesn't produce much faith. <laughs> if you understand what I'm saying. Well, let's get back to this. The point is, use your faith to the limit in these things. Don't get embarrassed when it didn't turn out like you. Somebody said, you're a false prophet. I wasn't prophesying. I'm just decreeing something by faith. I'm using my faith to the limit. I'd rather do that than to say, yeah, she probably died. She liked died last time. I guess she's going to die this time. But I'd hate to be a partner to her die before her time, see. But then, of course, if an individual wants to go, you ought not stop them. They ought to have the right to do that. Now, here he says, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. He's established something, see. And then he says, And I knew that thou hearest me always because of the people that stand by. I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. Now, he said, I knew you'd hear me. That's the reason I said it. I wanted to establish this in heaven. Now, see, the Bible says that God's word is already settled in heaven. It's already settled there. It's on earth where it needs to be established. The power of binding and loosing is on earth, Jesus said in the 16th chapter of Matthew. He said to Peter, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. See, you can bind things in the heavens above the earth where the enemy abides. Principalities and powers abide up above the earth in what you call the first heaven. You can bind those things. And they'll be bound up there. You can loose some things. And they'll be loosed, not only by you, but God in heaven will loose some things if you'll loose them. But you see, you have to do some things. You have to call for some things that are not. Well, certainly you're not going to be able to operate in it perfectly when you start. But this is a Bible principle. Can you see that? Now, he finally says, Lazarus, come forth. And I can just see old Peter and John. Old Peter punches John and says, Oh, dear God, I can't look now. Here he has gone to talking to dead people. Now notice Jesus in his ministry. Now some of you may have not noticed this and some of you noticed it and just didn't take much account of it. In his ministry he talked to trees, he talked to wind, he talked to the sea, he talked to dead people and they all obeyed him. And somebody said, young, catch me talking to a mountain. Well, Jesus talked to trees, he talked to the wind, he talked to the sea. And see, Peter probably got embarrassed about that deal. He said, man, if this doesn't work, we'll have to go back to fishing for sure because this ministry will go down the tube. Here he is trying to raise a dead man. But when Lazarus came forth, I can just see old John punching him and say, but hey, look, Peter, all the embarrassment was gone then. And see, you may be embarrassed sometimes about some of the things you're saying because it took so long to bring them to pass, to call them into manifestation. But I'll tell you one thing, when you call into manifestation, the thing that God has said in His Word in your life 
All the embarrassment will leave. Now let me just show you, just mentally take you some, we're about out of time, but some of the things that Jesus said. He spoke to the wind and the waves in Mark, the fourth chapter, verse 35. He stood up in that boat and he looked out there and he saw waves and he saw the wind so boisterous and blowing and the storm was on. He looked out there and said, peace. There wasn't any. See, he's calling the thing that's not. Peace, be still. There was no peace and there was nothing still out there. But he called it. He called it. I'm glad there wasn't some folks in that boat that I know. <laughs> they would have said, but Jesus, you can't do that. You've got to say it like it is. Now, wouldn't that have been dumb? Stood up and said, whoo, big waves and strong winds. And then it went blub, 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 <laughs> down it went. <laughs> See, I'm glad Jesus didn't operate in the principles that some people go by. But you see, people don't understand it. That's the reason that they don't operate in them. They don't know their Bible principles. But Jesus always called things that were not. He taught us to do the same thing. He said to the lepers that hollered to him, you know, they're far off. They said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He said, go show yourself to the priest. Now, what's he talking about doing? I mean, they're lepers. He's calling them clean. The only reason you'd go show yourself to the priest is if you'd been cleansed. He's calling them clean. Now, they could have said, well, now, Jesus, we don't believe in this calling things that are not. You're just trying to play make-believe. We don't know what kind of deal this is, but we just believe that it's like it is. Well, they'd have been lepers the rest of their life, too. And felt very religious about it, probably, see. But the Bible says, as they went, they were healed. As they acted on the words of Jesus, as he was calling things that were not. As they went, they were healed. Now, see, as they went, they actually called things that were not by their actions. See, there's several ways you can call things that are not. Let me get to them right quickly. You can call things that are not by prayer, by praying the answer. You can call things that are not by confession of the Word of God. You can call things that are not by your actions. By your very actions, you can call things that are not. And see, you need to understand that. Because there's several different ways that you can go about it. So, these people were actually calling things that are not. By their actions. By speaking. In results, you can call things that are not. And it will be manifest if you continue on that and if you develop to that. But see, you have to get developed in this. I want you to understand that. It doesn't come overnight. It's something that you have to discipline yourself to believe what you say are coming to pass. You can't talk all kinds of foolishness. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. This last day for CD offer number 7215, entitled, Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, in this series, we give illustrations where it'll help you get a handle on what we're talking about. You know, when you call for something today that you don't have, you call for what you don't have. You don't call for what you have. 
Uh, you don't call for your secretary if she's sitting in the office. You call her and she will come if you want to type a letter or whatever. We call things that are not all the time. But sometimes when people get religious-minded, they don't realize that we're to call for the promise of God even though we don't yet have it in our possession. You call things that are not manifest as though they were manifest until they are manifest. Now, the Apostle Paul in Romans 4 talks about this. This is the way Abraham became fully persuaded. And it may be the key to you laying hold on the promises of God. Because if you're always confessing what you have, you'll never have any more than what you say. Because Jesus said you have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart. Faith cometh by hearing. If you're saying the wrong thing, you're having faith in the wrong thing. Have you ever heard somebody call their dog? Why would they want to call the dog if the dog was there? You call things that are not until they come. Now, we do this and everything else in life. And why is it that we think this is so unreasonable to call for a promise that's not yet manifest and call it as though it were manifest? You hear them call the dog, here, pooch, or here, rover, here, here. They're saying he's here, but he's not here. He's yonder somewhere, and that's the reason they're calling him, because he's not here. <laughs> Can you see that? This will be a blessing to you. You call your house sold. You call your car sold. You call it the way you want it. That's offer number 7215 for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.